Welcome to Malcolm Reed's How to Barbecue Right, a podcast where we talk about barbecue, share recipes, and discuss all things delicious. And now, here's your host, Malcolm and Rochelle Reed. Hey, welcome back to the How to Barbecue Right podcast. I'm Malcolm Reed, and I'm joined by my lovely wife, Rochelle, as always. Rochelle, how's it going this week? It's going good. Having a good week so far? It's been so kind far, of it's rainy. Rainy, and mm-hmm. we were supposed to get some cold weather, but it could actually warm back up a little to me. I mean, it was been, chilly this morning. I like it. I made Michael wear jeans to school. It's so. the first day in jeans <laughs> for the year. Jean, and he did not like it. <laughs> it's almost October. It's time to put, it's time to put on a pair of jeans. I guess. Yeah, I told him you're gonna wear jeans for a couple months no, now, buddy. I think his his official uniform is like those Under Armour uh, activity shorts, <laughs> is what I call them, and a t-shirt, <laughs> and a t-shirt. Yeah. That's all he wants to wear when he's not wearing baseball uniform. Well, it's time to break out the jeans and the boots. Mm-hmm. I'm glad, man. I'm, I've been working on hunting land. I'm excited. Hunting season's almost here. That means it's time to take a little break from barbecue. Yeah, right? I'm ready. You ready for a break? Yeah, I think we've been more busy this year than we have any. It's year. been man. This this year has flown by. It has. It seems like we were you know talking about getting ready for Memphis in May, and then. Next thing you know, it's time to start thinking about Christmas decorating, Thanksgiving, and all that. (laughs) We've got Halloween coming up next month, so I guess after Halloween, you can officially start your uh, winter wonderland. Yeah, November 1st. Is that that when the decorations come out of the attic? Yes. I can't wait. (laughs) It's the most magical time of the year. You know, when you sit down and kind of make your your schedule out for the year, which we have to do because we have to plan to, you know, record a turkey video so it goes out for the week before Thanksgiving and things like that. But when you sit down and and make your schedule out, you know, a few months in advance and you see it's the end of the year, it really kind of brings things into perspective how close we are to Christmas and New yeah. Year. How, how many shopping days are left, do you know? I don't know. <laughs> People <laughs> saying that yet? Yeah, I saw them. They were starting to say that like in July. Oh really? Yeah, it's it's got to be. I mean, what we got it feels like it was just a lot, about eighty something, maybe eighty. Something, I don't know. It's something like that. It ain't many. Yeah, you better get on to Christmas shopping. I hadn't even thought about that. Hey, no, they're already breaking out decorations and stuff at the Dickham yeah. store. Oh, Hobby Lobby's had decorations it wasn't for even months. Labor Day yet, and they had the pumpkins out, and now I'm starting to see the Christmas stuff. I mean, come on. It's a little much, yeah. yeah a little Lowe's soon. is breaking, getting Walmart's getting ready for the Christmas sale. I'm saying it's I mean. a little much, a little soon. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's a little much, it's a little soon. I, I just hate it because they break down the grilling section. They downsize all the you outdoor stuff. You can sometimes stuff. find a, a really good deal. Yeah, it's a good. It is a good time of year. Yeah, to do when some they're grill closing shopping, out, yeah. closing out stuff. That's for sure. Um, last year, my uncle found a, a. I think it was a a pretty decent grill. You know, just a charcoal grill. At Target for over fifty percent off. I think it, he got it for like seventy percent off. It was like a it was the smaller Weber with an eighteen inch kettle instead of a twenty two inch. No, one. it was a it was a square grill. Oh, it was wasn't it? a Weber. It was like a charbroil, maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't I, know. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know. If it was at Target, I'm going to have suspect right there. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you can get decent. a decent charcoal yeah. grill. You can get a charcoal you grill. Get a- you can, I wouldn't call it decent. <laughs> You're not going to get a you, PK. But could you put fire in it and it would burn? Probably. But how, for how long? Who knows? The first grill I ever bought was like $35. <laughs> I'm sure it was old Aussie Outback or something. <laughs> we had to assemble it. Down. It was some type of kettle, yeah. Yeah, I remember that grill. Hey, I won chicken with that grill one time. <laughs> that was a chicken cooking machine. Aussie Outback, I think it was called. 
It was the one, the little, you could fold it down and the legs this would flip up. This one didn't fold. This was like a it's Weber. It was like an off-brown Weber. Yeah, that's the Aussie Outback. I'm telling you, I remember that grill. But it you was, couldn't fold it down. It, you could. If oh, you, you could? Yeah, yeah. We just never did. Yeah. We hauled that grill around a lot of places. I didn't know you when I had that grill. Well, well, you had it at the other house. Yeah. There when we first moved in. And then we used it in competition some. I know I used it at Springfest. That was the first place chicken grill. I would do the boneless, skinless thighs on it. Yeah. And then we'd sauce them up and put a pepper in there and fill it up with sauce. And so what you would do is take boneless, skinless thighs, soak them in Italian dressing. Italian dressing. Zest, How long? Zesty Italian dressing. Oh, as Overnight? soon as we got to the contest oh, okay. on Thursday or whatever, I would put the chicken in the dressing. It would stay in the cooler in that dressing for over 24 hours. And then you'd pull it out. And would you season it? No, he didn't, no, I didn't ever season anything back then. I just <laughs> cooked it. And I won. I, 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 I promise you, I've won probably. Three or four, I know. No, I know. At three or four at Springfest. Yeah. Alone with that chicken recipe. But I probably won close to ten. First Total. place chickens. Now, not KCBS chicken. These were just chicken categories. Yeah, these are ancillary. This is back when it was all backyard. Yeah. 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 I was doing backyard, and they'd always throw a poultry in there on Friday night. And we would. I, my but secret they, was Italian dressing, and it was like corky sauce straight yeah. out of the jug. And I would put, and I would cook those chicken thighs over that. hot coals until they were kind of charry. And then I'd take them and dunk them in that sauce and put it back on there and set that glaze. And then we'd just fill the box up with them, like fan them around a bell pepper that was filled with barbecue sauce, corky barbecue sauce. <laughs> and the judges went crazy over it. And you know what? Corky sauce really kind of sucks. <clears throat> it's horrible. It's like one of my worst. Yeah. I don't go to, if I do go to Corky's, I get their dry ribs yeah. and then bring them home and, they're and put good. my own sauce on them. If you want sauce. Yeah. yeah. The ribs aren't bad if you yeah. don't get them sauce. When they put that sauce on there, I don't know if they've changed it over the years or it sucked that bad back back when we were using it. But You think people are just used to that around here? Um, I pro- Probably so. Their applesauce is even worse. Yeah. Have you tried it? I mean, it's, <laughs> God, I don't know how they make it with those sauces. So, um, I hate my, to be dissing on Corky's, but <laughs> their sauces suck. Their barbecue's not that bad. Like, their dry ribs are not that bad. You know, surprisingly, what's good there is their catfish. They have good, I mean, most of the time I stay away from, <laughs> from off-menu stuff. <laughs> like, you don't eat fish at barbecue restaurants, but they have a decent catfish. So, last weekend you went to Murfreesboro, Illinois, for the 17th Street yeah, barbecue. we did. Praise the Lord. And, man, I don't know how many. I got the poster. I don't know if it says how many it's been or what. But that's always, always a fun contest. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal contest. It is. There were. One of the one of the bigger ones. Man, I don't I forget. I think there were 52 state teams on Friday. And there were 59 KCBS teams on Saturday. And then I know they had, you know, close to 30-something NBN teams as well doing hogs and shoulders and ribs. So, it was a it was a full blown day. The weather the weather was great until Saturday, and then it started raining early that morning, and it kind of just spit rain all day. It wasn't enough to like get you soaking wet. It was just enough to make it miserable. Yeah, because it was cool. The weather turned. I mean, the high that day was only like sixty degrees, sixty one degrees. So luckily, I I remembered to you know, bring long pants and a, and a, and a hoodie yeah, that way. Yeah, you could st- stay warm because I'm you know this time of year we don't think about being cold, but. But it is. <clears throat> so, but we had a good contest. We, uh, me and Wyler picked out some good steaks for the SCA event, and we cooked those on Friday. Um, I came in 
twelfth, and Waylon was sixteenth. So we out didn't, of fifty. Yeah, out of I think fifty, fifty nine. I think it was. But it was a lot, and we did. I mean, it was okay. I thought my state was a lot better than that. But hey, shout out to Austin Dukers. <laughs> Austin Dukers. He's been cooking with me the past two contests, and we'd finished a second and a fifth. And then he wanted to do one on his, he would say, man, I'm going to do this on my own up there. And I said, man, go for it, you know, get you some of that. And he come in second. He got the golden ticket. Yeah, he used, he used old Tennessee Mojo's new experimental beef rub. And Judges like used it. Used a little AP and a little hot rub too. And man, that, that thing's hit twice. Jay got a first with it and Austin come in second with it. I might have to break it out next week at SCA Championship. I don't know. Are you going to try new things at the championship? I don't like, you know, I don't like doing that. Yeah. I may just run the old standard. The whole key to it is picking out a good steak that that's gonna you know you, you gotta get you gotta get one that's got a good spinalis and that they can get a good cut on and nail nail that medium. That's that's the challenge in those SCAs is really getting that doneness. I mean, you yeah, can make them look the good challenge. and the flavor you know it's it's kind of subjective. You just throw a decent flavor, don't try to overpower them, but you have to cook it. You have to get that ten points and and doneness. So that's what I'm gonna concentrate on. Well, is Austin going to use his ticket and actually go to Fort Worth? Yeah, he, you know, so he qualified. He wasn't going because he was excited about going up to the Jack with the Heath Rawls. And now he's going. He uh, luckily, a buddy had an extra hotel room. Ko had an extra hotel room over there, so he's got that covered and he's got his ticket in. So he's going. He might. He might ride with us. Okay. I told him he's welcome. We got room. We're leaving, I think Friday we're going to leave on Friday, yeah. yeah. We're going to put Michael on the bus and head out that way. And head to Fort Worth and yeah. be there for that night where they're doing the, the introductory red well, carpet stuff. We, and, we'll talk about that. Let's stick to 17th Street. Okay. So you went gunning for the goat. Got it, man, that. I that did. That would have been a good hashtag, gunning, gunning for, for the, the goat. goat. The goat was there. If you don't know the goat, he's the the uh, greatest of all time barbecue <laughs> cooker and i don't care what anybody says he, he i don't have to i don't have to yeah. say it his, his what he's Everybody done speaks for it. Yeah. but we're talking about iowa smoky d's mr darren and hey I, his wife too now they're two they're, yeah he's got him a shell too her name just happens to be sherry <laughs> <laughs> but yeah they're man they're fresh off okay so they won the american rule open for the third time triple crown Comes to Murfreesboro and the weekend after, yeah, the weekend after, straight and wins it. I mean, I'm talking, but not just wins it. Seven hundred twelve. He left eight points on the table. I don't know what he's thinking. <laughs> he left eight points. I mean, I've never, have you ever heard of anybody getting a seven twelve before? I haven't. I don't. I've heard some high scores, and I broke seven hundred a few times. Yeah, it's a but, big deal to break seven hundred. Yeah. Oh yes, no. You remember the seven hundred? They give you a pin, a special pin, if you break seven hundred, mm-hmm. and and you are in the seven hundred club, kind of like being in the one eighty club. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and we've broke it what two or three times. He, no, I broke it. I broke, I broke it several Seven. times, but it's not. You know, it's, it's usually like seven hundred three, right, yeah. or seven hundred two, or seven hundred. Yeah. It's. I've never been seven twelve. I don't <laughs> think I've ever been close to seven twelve. We may have hit a seven hundred eight one time. Yeah. But that that would be like yeah, it's it's about. it's right in there. I can't imagine. I mean, that's I think he got two one eighties. Yeah, I don't think we've ever got two one eighties. And this in is a, a tough field. Man, yeah, this is was, the best of the best. Was there? It was all the heavy hitters mm-hmm. were at that contest because you had several people in the top ten at that contest, right? Yeah, Killer Hogs. <laughs> that's right. They knew we was there. We got three calls. Yeah. We were. We got. Uh, let's see, sixth and brisket. I know that. 
Uh, ninth in ribs, and I think ninth or tenth in pork. We got three calls. We didn't get an apple. That's man. We always want to go there just to get an apple. Their trophies yeah. are the coolest. They're like these glass blown apples on a little base. And we were fire nature got our fifth place because <laughs> we were that close. I mean, I forget it was like tenths of a point. Yeah. To get to get that one, and man, I hate we missed that. But we did come in seventh I mean, overall. Did have some hey, apples. we hadn't cooked a KCBS since April, so it's been a while. And to come in and to finish seventh in that crowd and to, and to have them. That was a good day. We finished seventh with like a 697. Oh, wow. So you talk about high scoring. I mean, we were we almost broke 700 and we were down in seventh place. And uh, Heath Riles, he won the NBN and he come in like a couple tenths ahead of us in sixth place really? in the KCBS. So as far as overall winnings for the whole contest, man, he had to. Granted him being in and come in sixth overall. What he granded me in with is hog. Yeah, hog. He had a good hog too. I tried it. I got to you know we cooked right beside each other at that contest, and I got to try. I tried everything he had. I didn't try his ribs though. I, I didn't really. Not. Yeah, well, man. At that point, I was yeah, sick done. of the rain and didn't <laughs> want to eat any more barbecue. Really, I mean, I just tasted some of ours, but uh, he brought over a piece of his chicken, which was fantastic. I mean, he's he's doing legs, right? Yeah, he did legs, and they were melting your mouth. And then I tried his. I had to try the. I always had to try the hog. I mean, I didn't. When I talk about try the hog, I ate the bacon. Yeah. <laughs> and then the shoulder after finals judging, I wanted to see what it. You know, just check the flavor and see what, what was in. It was good. It? it was really good. Yeah. Really good. What, what was the salt level like? <clears throat> I wouldn't say it was salty, but it had a good balance. I think that's the key to it. It just got a good balanced flavor. Yeah. MEN stuff leans a little more sweet, I guess, because of the glazes and stuff. So. It has that sweetness to it, which it's really not my thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I understand why I do it because that's, you know, trying to do it for the judges and all. But if I was eating it, I'm, I just like that salt pepper flavor. Yeah. But it, all in all, it was a great contest. Now, the highlight of it, well, when you're at Murfreesboro, their restaurant's right there. And, you know, they've got this big warehouse where they do a lot of catering events and all that stuff. They, uh, but, it's so close. You could just walk in the restaurant, you know, get you something to eat all the time. And I look forward to their pimento cheese and smoked sausage. <laughs> they do like a beef sausage with it. Beef smoked Ooh, sausage. Really? Yeah. And we had some of their wings. The wings are awesome. They pork smoke steak. them. And yeah. I had one day for lunch. I had the pork steak. And surprisingly, I had their collard greens and their brisket green beans. Man. Those were good. They had like they, they used like their leftover brisket to season. Yeah, to season beans. the green beans, and it gave it. That's a little different. I like. It that. was smoky. It had a little bit because there's some of the you know brisket meat in there, mm-hmm. but it wasn't overpoweringly beefy. I mean, it, it just tasted. They were good green beans. Collards were good. They were a little sweet though. I'm not a huge fan of sweetness. You want to add a little. I mean, when I'm doing them. To balance have, it. Yeah, you want a little balance, but you don't want to be able to tell They're not it's supposed sweet. to be candy. Yeah. You know? But they're still good. Don't get me wrong. They had a good flavor. Had to put some pepper sauce on them. What else did we have? Uh, I think, you didn't do much drinking this weekend. No, no I, didn't, no, I didn't do much drinking at all. I had, I had the uh, 10 o'clock uh, celebratory... Uh, beer i guess they did <laughs> i made a video there, there's people there doing a video i made sure i got in it i was all up in it no, <laughs> what video? No. i saw it on facebook somebody was recording it oh. i don't know who it was that was doing the toast or whatever man they were good it, it was like a husband and a wife it wasn't randy 
That's what I was, but the, he was, uh, he must have been working on that. Surely he didn't just come up with it off the top of his head right there. Because he had a whole thing worked in, this whole spiel. And it was on Facebook. I can't remember the name of that. It's like South something or barbecue. I don't know. I need to go back and see if I can find that. Because I should have shared it. I don't remember if I did or not. But it was a, that was a really good toast. And that was new to me. What's, I didn't know about 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock, we're usually getting ready to, mm-hmm. you know, the chicken's about to go on. It is going on. You do 707. Yeah, we we start early. We're gonna start. I didn't do seven oh seven. Maybe I would have won if I would have done my seven oh seven beer. But well, I, t- I toned it down. I toned it down. You, well, you had your eye on the goat. That's right. I was I was gonna beat the goat. <laughs> Whoop the goat. It didn't happen. Well, <laughs> I think he beat me in all four categories. So yeah, I did not beat the goat. You gotta get up early. And Travis Clark was second, and he was like, I mean, he was like reserved with a seven oh eight or yeah, something like he's that. He's a heavy entertainer. Yeah. And then you had the can boys there, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, get basic and uh, shake and bake was oh, there. Both of them were there. Who else was there? there was a, man, there was a, a lot of good teams yeah. there. I mean, a lot of good teams. Well, fire dancers. Killer Hogs. Killer Hogs was there. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I keep trying to tell you. Killer Hogs was there. Why don't said they know? Well, last night you um, talked with Shane Draper from Gorilla Grills on a live Facebook. Was it a Facebook thing or was it a? Yeah, no, it was in the Gorilla. Um, I guess Gorilla Grill's Facebook page. It wasn't on the, I don't think it was like the fan page. What I think program it was a real did deal. they use? You Man. Don't know. I we'll said something to Shane. I asked him what it was because it worked pretty good. We got now. He got, I don't know what happened at one point. It just like dropped his feed. It made me in charge and I had no idea I was going to be in charge or either the people could see me. So I was just like, hey, here I am. <laughs> Did you know you're still on camera? <clears throat> oh no! Well, Mark Williams texted me. He's like, I still see you. I'm screenshotting it because I guess I was looking crazy or something because I was just <laughs> sitting there. And, 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 I was not prepared at all. I was like, Shane, I'm gonna ask. He's gonna ask me a few questions. We're gonna make this up as we go. Yeah, kind of like we do this podcast. Let's make it up as we go. <laughs> and he's and uh, so I was cool with that. I was like, Yeah, man, we can go. And then when it just got to me and I had nothing, I was like. Mm. Maybe I can just pull up his Facebook page and see what's going on. I was just trying to kill some time. <laughs> you weren't picking your nose or anything, were you? I don't think so. I mean, <laughs> everybody picks their nose at some point. As long as you don't wipe it on something. That's, all. that's my well, you, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you got to get them bats out of the cage. That's the rule of trying to teach Michael. Yeah. Don't wipe it on nobody or yourself. Don't put it in that. Oh, God. Don't even go there. <laughs> it's too early. But yeah, that was so. That was a good interview, man. When he talked about some, he had he had uh, three we'll questions. Uh, we mainly took questions, you know, and, and just let people ask us stuff. What people could type in, and you could see their questions. Well, if Shane popped them up there, that, oh, that right. was that, that oh, was working right. there for a while. He was popping them up. I could see them. I knew what he was going to talk about. But he gave me like three things he wanted to talk about briefly. It was like how we come up with the material, you know, for the videos, mm-hmm. which is. You know, I guess a lot of people won't know how we do it, but there's really no scientific way. <laughs> we, try to, we try to keep a list. It's a main yeah. thing. Malcolm's kind of a mad genius in that way. That's really, I mean, you ask my opinions on stuff, but when it comes to the deciding on what to cook and the recipe idea generation, that's 
pretty much all year. Yeah, we and we always know that we're going to do stuff around the holidays. Yeah. So. And I'll try to sit down and make a list like, okay, you know, the month of October, we're going to film this, 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 and this. But when it gets down to crunch time, Mike, Malcolm will be like, you know what? I really want to do this this week, you know, <laughs> yeah. or, you know, somebody sent me this really great steak and I want to do this. So it always gets switched around. And it, I kind of, it just kind of You got to leave room for feel. the creative genius, Yeah, I guess. you got to let that flow sometime, <laughs> don't you? Yeah. Well, I'll see stuff, and, and that's what I told uh, told everybody in the the interview last night was I keep a running kind of note in my you know in my iPhone. Mm-hmm. I've got a Notepad or whatever, and you can put uh, just when I see something that's a cool recipe or something I've tried or something, I'll jot it down, and then I might go back to that and change it up, or you know, if I see something I think would go better with different flavors or a different yeah. style, that's how I get inspiration from seeing other stuff because. I think everything's been done to a point, you know, it's, I mean, it's, you're totally creating new stuff. I mean, somebody's done it more than likely, but so I just try to put my spin on it and use the flavors I do. And then when I'm, when we're doing recipes and stuff, I jot it down. Like if I use, you know, some AP on it, I'm going to, you know, write down how much AP I think I use. And that's kind of how I come up with the recipes. It's not, I mean, a lot of them are stuff I've already cooked and some of it's brand new stuff and some of it's just totally experimental. I don't know if it's going to work or not. But yeah. nine times out of ten, it usually does work. We don't have to trash too much stuff. No. I had to. We haven't trashed a recipe in a while. Well, you know, I had the idea. Uh, we were doing some football foods this week. We'll get to that in a minute. But I did have one I was trying to do like a. And I'm still going to do it, but I was going to. It's kind of my take on a, a Cajun surf and turf. Where it was just like a, you had to get, you took a big shrimp and wrapped it around a piece of Indui smoked sausage. And skewered it and then glazed it, and so it, it's really a great, really, really great a great recipe. football food. But the key to it was I had to have the right size shrimp to go around that sausage, and so I bought the largest ones they had at Kroger. And I was like, well, they, you know, they're kind of, they're supposed to be it's like twenty one because they weren't shelled. Yeah, no, they're yeah. still in the shell and everything. They're supposed to be twenty one twenty fours, which is a you know they called them jumbo shrimp. And uh, to me, they weren't. And I, so I've got to go source some colossals for this or to shrimp work. Or shrimp. Shrimp. Our shrimp were too shrimp. Yeah, our shrimp were shrimpy. I wrote that down. That was my joke. But I did. How <laughs> was it? That's a good yeah. joke. <laughs> but I did. So so instead of wasting that shrimp and that sausage, man, I said, well, I'm going to make I didn't. I didn't film it or anything. I just did some uh, barbecue shrimp. Mm-hmm. I took an iron skillet. Barbecue you know, shrimp and grits. Seasoned, I seasoned up the shrimp with just some, uh, some barbecue rub. Added about a stick and a half of butter, Worcestershire, lemon juice, parsley, and, you know, got those on the, the grill. I just had my Memphis grill fired up, 300. And I think it took maybe 20, 30 minutes to cook the shrimp. By that time, I made some cheese grits, and those were just Yellowstone ground grits and water and a little salt. And at the end, I put in some cream cheese just to make them creamy. And that was our kind of a, a brunch. Well, yeah, Tuesday brunch or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm trying to do good. and. You cook oh, shrimp and grits. If I would, I if I would, yeah, if I day. knew I was gonna do that, I would got out some of that tasso ham I made and put it in. There. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you were gonna. But yeah, if I was really trying to, you know, do those up, that was just like a quick. We just needed to. That, not whole, that whole thing took me, it took me thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah, I just didn't want to refreeze the shrimp after they were already thawed out. So. But you did do. We did do two videos this week. Yeah. So are you going to drop, you're going to drop both of them this week? I'm dropping both of them today. Okay. Today. They're yeah. dropping today. We were, dropping so today. we always record on Tuesday and then. Well, the plan was we were. Post takes a day usually. Yeah. Well, the plan was we were going to do enough on Tuesday to record and release 
Something for next week. Something for this week and then something for next week since we're going out of town. But our shrimp were shrimps. So. Yeah, shrimp were shrimps. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, jalapeno. You're just sucking up. Yeah. But so. Jalapeno dip. Jalapeno. Oh, it's cheesy, cheesy jalapeno, jalapeno skillet, skillet dip. dip. Yeah. Say all that fast. Man, I tell you what. That, if. That's the best dip that we've ever done on a smoker or a grill or yeah. an oven, I think. I mean, I think, you know, I like hot dips. You can't go wrong with the old standard buffalo chicken dip or the spinach and artichoke dip. But this one is like, it's pretty much a jalapeno popper all in a skillet. All the good stuff. Yeah. Like a deconstructed, if you think of it as a deconstructed <laughs> jalapeno popper. Kind of, yeah. That's what it is. That's what it is. And so it's... Cream cheese. It's pretty much And then your, another pound of cheese. Yeah, it's pretty much your base yeah. for any good dip. <laughs> Green chilies, yeah. Mayonnaise, you know, yeah. you know, we had to put some mayonnaise in there for shell. Uh can of small can of green chilies. I th- I used it now you need about a cup of diced jalapenos. Depending and really on, that's how you want to do it. What you want your You can use to be. Yeah, you could use just sweet peppers if you wanted, if you'd like them super mild. Um, I like the jalapenos, so we weren't scared of the heat. Yeah. And I bought, I think it was three large jalapenos. They were pretty diggum big jalapenos. And we diced those up. We saved some of them to cut into rings for the top just for garnish. Mm -hmm. And then the rest of them were just chopped up. And I think that's about all I put in it. A little seasoning. I use a little Mexican Mm -hmm. seasoning. That's just... Standard, you know, you could use whatever kind of Mexican seasoning. Yeah, you, know, you use, use a little bit of AP bland, or some salt any and pepper. Blend or, you know, any seasoning would work there. You really just need some salt, pepper, garlic, or some type of seasonal, and then some type of Mexican. You blend. just have to watch, watch your cheese, whatever kind you put in there, and, and because it, it will, like, it needs to cook for about 30 minutes, and it's going to be browned over. You could do it. You could do it in the oven if you wanted to. I mean, oh, that's yeah. how the first time you normally do it in the oven. It's yes. kind of a party dip. And then, but I wanted to do it on the the grill or the smoker to see just see how it turned out. And the iron skillet always does a good job on that. I always cook that dip in in that iron skillet because it looks cool. It fits perfectly, you know. Yeah, it looks so cool, and it keeps it'll, it warm. It'll stay warm for a long time. Oh. It took about thirty minutes. Top it's was brown. On the edges. Now, if you use like packaged shredded cheese or something that they put more oil in with, or like cheaper cheese, you might have some oil come to the top. But by the time it cools and it's good to eat, yeah. you can just take a paper towel and kind of blot it a little bit. It'll take off that residual oil. That's, I mean, it's no big deal. Yeah. That's common. With, with any kind of dip. that you're, hot dips. Yeah, yeah. If you're using mayonnaise because yeah. that mayonnaise goes oil too. So. Well, the cheese does too. Yeah. You're going to get some oil but out of man, the cheese. Man, it is so good. You serve it. I like it with corn chips, like the Frito scoops. Mm-hmm. It's good with tortilla chips. You could serve it with vegetables like celery and carrot sticks oh, yeah, would be yeah. really good. Or even uh, toast points or crackers yeah. or something. To me, the tortilla chips aren't stable enough or thick enough, you know? Yeah. Because it's a thick and hearty yeah, dip. Yeah, the mean, scoops work perfect. You know, see, I like, yeah, Frito I mean, scoops. That's, that's when I'm doing a hot dip or something like that, Frito scoops is my go to. Mm-hmm. But a toast point would be really, really yeah, good. Yeah, that would be good. And that's, uh, it's vegetarian, right? Had some cheese in it, but it's not. It might not be vegan, but it's, it don't have any meat in it. Yeah, no meat, no meat. Yeah, a, when people say, "Do you yeah. have any vegetarian recipes?" Uh, of course I do. <laughs> it takes a pound and a half of cheese plus a little more. Oh yeah, don't forget the Mexican blend shred that we put on top, just yeah. to kind of kind of gives it a top. And you could really take that recipe and use any cheese you want, any seasonings you want. You, you know, know what you could do different on that? And you asked me if I could do something different. 
bacon on top. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bacon would be really Man, good. Crumble bacon. You wouldn't have to cook it on it. You could just crumble it and top it because, yeah. you know, in a popper, it's wrapped in bacon. So if you just had your bacon, like. Oh, I'd cook it and add some inside and then. Oh, you want bacon on the inside and Why on not? the top? Oh, man. <laughs> Why that would not? be so good, wouldn't it? You Why didn't we think of that? And you know what? I thought um, we you could add uh, a tablespoon or two of hot sauce, and it would give it a little more heat and also vinegar to kind of. Mellow out the, yeah. the creaminess. I like, you know, I like the acidity with so the yeah, vinegar brain. That would be good. So you just have to watch your heat level. It's, I mean, yeah, I mean. It wasn't that hot. And I'm kind of, I mean. Those, the jalapenos. medium. I know we level. got some last time and they would light you up. But yeah. it just depends on where, where you're getting jalapenos. Those and come from Kroger. They weren't that bad. I deseeded all these jalapenos oh, before I diced them. So. so if you want them really evil hot, you could. <laughs> you could add, leave the yeah. seeds in. Or you could mix in like some habanero or. Yeah. Man, yeah. If, if you you like could them. make it as hot as you wanted. Or as. It Mild wasn't hot as hot. I, I wouldn't say that it was hot. And this was kid friendly. Yeah. I would Michael, say it was pretty kid friendly. You know, he ate some and he liked yeah. it. So. There's still some in the fridge. That might be lunch. <laughs> I'm trying to be so good. Uh, that's all right. <laughs> Eat salad for dinner. Stand up. Eat jalapeno popper dip for lunch <laughs> and salad for dinner. It's all about balance. Cheesy jalapeno skillet dip <laughs> <laughs> and salad for dinner. <laughs> so you did your bacon candy chicken bites. Yeah, and so th- this one was a recipe that uh, somebody showed me this a long time ago. It was a... Uh, a buddy of mine, Chef Doug, and he was doing it for um, somebody's, like a wedding. Uh, like catering type. Yeah. It was like a housewarming party or something I went to or an engagement party or something. And he did them in the oven under the broiler. It was like, take you know, all it is is uh, boneless, skinless thighs, and he, he wrapped them. He wrapped them in bacon in little bitty bites, and I said, I want more chunks. Yeah. I want a bigger man-sized bite for, you know, a tailgate or a party, a football party or something like that. So, excuse me, a little, I don't throw. So, I took them, and uh, I took them and kind of cleaned up the thigh a little bit, got, you know, made sure I didn't want all the big fat, if there's any fat on it, just cleaned them up and cut them into chunks, bite-sized portions. Uh, took a pack of bacon, just regular old store brand bacon, cut it in half. Yeah, you don't it. want you don't want a thick thick. Yeah, bacon. you know you don't need a thick, but thinner bacon's actually better. Mm-hmm. And then I just kind of wrapped it around and skewered it with toothpicks to secure that bacon on it. And then it's all about you know kind of candy in the outside of that bacon. And to do that, you just need a lot of sugar and brown you know brown sugar, a little bit of turbinado sugar, throw a little bit of barbecue rub in there, and pinch of cayenne pepper just to bring some heat to it, and just dusted both sides of those little skewers with the that sugary mixture and goes in the pit until the bacon browns. And I mean, it took about 45 minutes, I think, on about three 300, I think I cooked on 325. I can't remember, that was Tuesday. You, I think it was 375. Was it 375? I, I, yeah, I, don't quote me. You can go back and watch the video, look at the recipe on that. That was been, that's been two days it, ago. You could do it any time. 300 would work. Yeah. Now that I think about it, you want it raised up. You want it raised up because it browns the bacon better. Yeah. You know, the bacon gets a little crispier. So that's why I cooked it at higher temp. Um, the dip went at 350 and the bacon bites went at 375. That's what I did. And you needed that. I mean, you can cook it on any grill. Just get those temps up a little bit. If you smoke it like down low, low and slow, 250, 275, the bacon's not going to turn out good. It'll still mm-hmm. work, but. It'll take longer, and the bacon's not going to be as good. Are you not worried that some people will burn it up 
cooking it on a regular grill like a big green egg, trying no. to cook it 375 but in for no 45 way. minutes. I don't think so. Not a thing. I mean, if you look at it and watch it, I mean. <laughs> as long as you're doing it yeah. with a diffuser. Yeah, I wouldn't do it direct heat. If yeah. you did direct heat, like you could do it on drum like that. Just let it, you know, you need that distance from the coals because you know that bacon's going to be dripping. I bet that'd be good. It would be. The drum always gets bacon really nice and crispy. Really. It, the drum does real well because it's right over the fire. I mean, it, it, you know, it's got 22 inches or something like that probably. Yeah. But the, um, but these, so your chef Doug, Fran, he didn't put the sweet, Brown sugar on the outside, did he? No, it was just bacon and chicken. That's yeah. all. There was no seasoning, no anything, just bacon and chicken. And I said, no, we're going to candy that bacon a little mm-hmm. bit. And you could, hey, if you wanted to wrap a pepper up in that, you could. You could probably add a little piece of cream. I don't know if cream cheese would stay in it because it. Yeah, that's it'd a be, long cook time. Yeah, it'd be close. Cream cheese will like to ooze out some. You could probably wrap it around or you could get it to stay in there. I just but, like the chicken and the bacon. Yeah, the bacon and the chicken is where it's at. Uh-huh. Now, I'm talking about there was not. I think there was two dozen of those I made because I was just, you know, doing some for the video. If I was doing those for a real party, uh, that was one pack of boneless skinless thighs, a little small pack. I think it had five, five. I don't even think it was six thighs in it. I think it was mm-hmm. four or five, whatever comes in the little small pack from Kroger. I would probably do about six packs of them. I mean, it'd be, I would do a big tray. Yeah. I'd probably do three pork racks of those <laughs> because they're going to go so fast. I mean, there was 24 of them. So you're and saying we did six them for lunch, heads, yeah. and by by I'll tell you what, by dinner time, those things sit out on the counter, they were all gone. Yeah. Between Michael coming in, me snacking on them, and I know you had a few of them, they were just addictive because you could dunk it, you dunk it in the sauce. I served it with that Captain Rodney's peach, the the peach bouquet barbecue sauce. Uh, they were good in the vinegar sauce. Those things would be good in honey mustard, a spicy mustard. Whatever you yeah, want, you could do anything. You could do Asian. anything to serve with those. You could, that and like any kind of wing sauce you liked would be great for dipping those little chunks in. And they, man, I'm telling you, you got, they were very good. They're addictive. They would be that to me. That's a perfect football food. Yeah, because it's grab and go. It you don't need yeah. plates. You can just it's on a skew. Anything on a stick, something like that. <laughs> I like to eat it at, at, at a football tailgate party. Mm-hmm. Those are those are two really good football food recipes yeah. you did this week. Wait till the 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 Cajun surf and turf. Cajun surf and turf comes off. I'm gonna try to do that this weekend and film it. So I don't want to not. I hate to not have a video, even though we're to be a short week next week. I still want to do one. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Well, we'll I talked with Heath Riles about getting him to come do a rib video. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if I can line that up. Yeah, definitely. I want to. Get some get some tips from him on how to do some ribs. Well, what would you do differently to the bacon candy chicken bites? I wouldn't do nothing different to it. I mean, it's it's phenomenal. Yeah, the one thing that I would say is I would like to see a little bit of salt in there because I personally like sweet and salty. Yeah, yeah. I could say. I mean, now don't get me wrong. You could you could toss the chicken chunks. Yeah, and, and a some seasoning, maybe some yeah. AP or something. I don't know if but, AP would work because you got the garlic. Yeah, it, well, that's right. You probably wouldn't. You probably just want to put salt and pepper mm-hmm. or something simple like that. But what I, what worries me with the salt or concerns is is bacon itself is salty. Yeah, and so when you when you go to adding salt to bacon, you can really overdo it quick. So you have to watch it. That's true. So um, I tell you what, instead of using the sweet rub in the the sugary mixture because you you have the sugar element. Um, hot rub would be a good substitute there. 
and it would bring some salt. It would bring you a little more salt. It's going to bring yeah, a little more pepper touch, for some punch. All, yeah. So that would be a good choice. Uh, there's all kinds of, you know, I, like I might even try marinating that chicken, those chicken thighs and to get some flavor on them. You know, the old boneless, skinless thigh we talked yeah. about earlier, Italian <laughs> dressing marinade for that. They have really good flavor and they're juicy and tender and they're such a perfect size chunk to cook at the time the bacon yeah. cooks. So if you turn, if you put a whole thigh on there, it might not you know get done as in that that amount of time. But when you when you cut them into smaller chunks like that, and the bacon's cooking, that grease is getting on them and frying them a little bit. Oh, it's good. <laughs> well, what good. makes a what makes a good football food to you? Something that's easy because to me. When I'm when I'm going to a tailgate or when I'm having a football party, I want to have a good time. I want to go to socialize. I want to hang out with my buddies. I want to watch the other games that are on. You know, we're tailgating. We're having drinks. We're having a good time. I don't want to be tied down to something on the grill. It's taking me a long time to prepare that I'm having to do a lot of setup for, a lot of cleanup for. I, I take all that into account, and so I want it easy. So I look for I like for foods that are eat you know pretty easy to prepare or that I can prepare ahead of time and that. That I can serve really easy, and also that that people can eat easy. Because you got to think, most of the time you're walking around a tailgate or you're at a party, you you don't want to have to have a plate in one hand, your mm-hmm. drink in one hand, having to set stuff down. So I go for foods that are easy to eat. Yeah, you can walk by, Thanks you can grab some. Yeah, stuff. yeah, that's where the toothpicks come in, dips come in, chicken wings. I mean, barbecue. Oh man, that's you know when I was thinking about football food, I was thinking about my favorite football food. And it's probably barbecue nachos, honestly, because <laughs> that's a good one. The reason why I for me, that. what's your favorite football food? Oh, that's the next question. I'm good. Well, well I segued right to that. No, you just skipped <laughs> over a bunch of stuff. Oh, well, just re- re- put that one back in line. <laughs> Let's talk about barbecue nachos. They're great football food <laughs> because you cook the you cook your pulled pork ahead of time. Mm-hmm. It rewarms really great, and it's dual the, purpose because you buy a pack of buns and you've got barbecue sandwiches or sliders yeah. or whatever. So you can bring a slaw with that, and you can have little sliders, or you can do nacho setup. And all that is is, is cheese dip. Uh, you need your barbecue meat. You need some cheese dip. You need some tortilla chips, some jalapenos, and some rubbing some sauce, and you got barbecue nachos. Yep. And man, they're good. And you I like put eating, the cheese dip in the crock pot, and it I, can stay warm all day long. I'd rather eat barbecue nachos than I had a pork sandwich. Mm-hmm. You call me crazy, but I just like them like that. And it's probably because it's rare. You know, we yeah, and I don't eat them all the time. time yeah. yeah, I just don't eat pork sandwiches that much. Yeah. If I'm grabbing, if I'm trying pulled pork, it's usually just a dab and some sauce, and that's it. I know. We never it's not like actually, you make a meal of it. Yeah, yeah. We never. The only time we do is when we go to like a joint. That's famous for their pulled pork sandwich. Yeah, and they'll try it then. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. most we eat a lot of pulled pork, but never on a bun. I couldn't <laughs> tell you the last time I ate a pulled pork sandwich. Honestly, like made it yourself. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't. It's been it's been a long time. That's true. I hadn't too. ordered one. I don't think I've been to a barbecue restaurant where I've tried one in a while. Usually, I've been trying ribs or brisket or we went to Payne's. something off me. That's, that's the last time I that was last one. year. Yeah. Um, to me, there's three different types of football foods. When you're trying to figure out what football foods to cook, you're either doing tailgate, yeah, and then you're either doing big crowds at a house or small crowds at a house. And to me, that's how I can break them down. Because to me, tailgate foods, you want them to be able to be prepped ahead of time, usually the night before, and brought so it goes straight on the grill or straight in a crock pot or whatever. Um, And small crowd foods are stuff you can put a little more time and effort into. You know, those jalapenos that you core out and fill with cheese and wrap with bacon. 
what are those called? Poppers. Pop, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jalapeno poppers. <laughs> or, you know, you put, sometimes you put a piece of meat in there and make it like a bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, where you take a, I do a recipe where I wrap black olives in like a flour cheesy mixture, you know, and bake them in the oven. And things that are kind of labor intensive that um, only make enough for a small amount of people. Um, those are kind of small crowd foods to me. And you can still do burgers and sliders and, you know. Your All bacon. the standard stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can still do the, you know, regular stuff. And then you got your big crowd foods, which things like bars and, and those work really good. Like a taco bar. You know, you make meat and set up a taco bar. Or you do chili and hot dogs and have a... Or gumbos a, and, stew yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, nachos and pulled pork sandwiches go into that really good. So to me, it kind of breaks down into those three things. That makes sense. About, yeah, you know, your football foods. I I usually don't go for the high high prep stuff. I, when I'm yeah. thinking football, it's all it's all about being easy. What I can do that's easy and not too much work to where you can enjoy what's going on. Because when you get like when you get into all the you know, I don't mind I don't mind so much the prep. Anything that I can do ahead of time, I'm good with. But if it's day of stuff, I mean, the only thing I want to do then is make a bloody mary or a whiskey drink and. and <laughs> You know, maybe put a pan of uh, a pan of brats on the smoker, let them simmer. Or yeah, something that's not too hard. You know, because it takes away. It really does. I've been, I've done it before, and I was like, man, I didn't get to watch the game. Yeah, I was out there cooking. You know, doing all that stuff. And I was like, I didn't even, didn't even get to enjoy it. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. fun. So, like, I'm not going to cook a hog for game day. <laughs> it's, there's no way. I mean, you know, it's just not the time and place for me. Yeah. You know. I'll even boil crawfish for it. I mean, it's just too much. There's too much work to be done to enjoy the, you know, yeah. festivity. If you're having a football party, you want to sit down and watch the game. Yeah. And have a few beers. And yeah. I, that's why gumbo's perfect because I can cook it day ahead and rewarm it. And yeah. it's easy, you know. And gumbo is labor intensive. It takes all day to make a big pot of gumbo. But if I can do it before and then bring it out and serve it, I guess I could do a hog and pull it, but I'll just do butts if you're going to do that. Yeah. about the presentation, but. <clears throat> but that's that's my thinking on it. And when I think of football food, I think of something that's easy, something that's easier, easy for everybody else to, to grab and eat, and then, you know, clean up some breeze too. So Yeah. Disposable cutlery. It's a way to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Disposable everything for Disposable tailgates. Everything. When you're at the house, it's different. Parties at the house, I mean, it's, it's you know, you can break out the, I'm going to break out the fine china. but <laughs> Yeah. It's know. still easier at the house. Yeah, because I mean, you got you got everything at your disposal. Throw it all away. But um, I don't get into the decorating stuff. You, that's more your department. Trying to set up for football parties, and you got all these fancy trays, and you know, give me some metal pans and some paper plates, and that's all we need. But aluminum pans, not (laughs) presentation is. Is it everything? I mean, you want it. I've been told that image is everything. Image is everything. That's why I'm looking so handsome. (laughs) Works for me, doesn't it? Meatball subs is a good one because yeah, you can make one. them. Crock pot over meatball yeah, soup. it'll stay warm all day. You can kind of have set up. You know, you can make your meatballs and cook them the I'm, day before. I've done that on the actual. I've got a recipe for doing a kind of meatball subs where I did them. You know, you smoked your meatballs and then put them in the, mm-hmm. the sauce and keep them warm like that, and then put them on the sliders with the cheese. Put that back on there and melt it. Man, that's good. This chair is uncomfortable. We need some new <laughs> podcast chairs. <laughs> We're going to step up our, 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 our podcast booth, don't we? are going to be up here every week. Yeah. Get a, get a comfortable chair. Yeah. Um, chili, you know, I've talked about that, but chili is like, 
I love making chili. And you make up, you know, you have your Fritos there to make your chili Frito pies. It's time to make. It's getting time. It's getting chilly it weather. It is chilly weather. And then hot dog, chili dogs. I love a good chili dog. And if you got kids over, they're just going to eat a hot dog. So chili, a chili bar to me is a yeah. great. You know what goes good with chili? Frito scoops. Yeah. You get your Fritos, put some chili on it, Sour cheese. Sour cream, jalapenos. Oh, Frito chili pie like Sonic used to have. I wonder if they still have those. I haven't been to Sonic in a long time. I don't know. You know it's good on chili. What's that, chili? Cheese? Don't say it. <laughs> There is no way you put ma- you put mayonnaise on chili. You've seen you? me put mayonnaise on chili. I see you put it on black eyed peas, but oh, mayonnaise on chili, really? I you thought get that was a, sour cream. You know, let me tell you what's really good. You get a <laughs> you, thought, you get a saute and you put a little smear of mayonnaise, and then you put your chili on that. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you taking you got a bowl of mayonnaise sitting there. A bowl of chili, a bowl of mayonnaise, and a bag of crackers. And you get a smear, a dab, a very small amount of mayo on the on the cracker, right? Yeah. And then put chili on that. Well, you eat crackers and chili, right? Yeah, but I usually try to crumble them up, or you know, yeah, I got to crumble up in my chili if I'm eating crackers with it. You can do that, Tay. They don't have mayonnaise on them though. (laughs) I don't really think mayonnaise goes with chili. It does. Sour cream, yes. And what do you eat with chili that I always think's weird? Is it cinnamon rolls? That's an Arkansas thing. Yeah. We always had, growing up, uh, I was born in West Memphis, which is like right across the river, but I got, you know, I'm, I'm from Arkansas, I guess you could say. And they always, like the ladies' auxiliaries at the church, they would do these chili dinners, and it was always chili and homemade cinnamon rolls. I don't know why, don't get me wrong, but it, man, it goes good together. And if you've never had those big homemade yeast cinnamon good. rolls that they let rise, they make the dough up and they let it rise and they roll it out. And then they put they cover it in melted butter and sprinkle brown cinnamon sugar all over it. They roll it back up, cut them into cinnamon rolls, and put them out on the. I'm gonna do. I'm I'm gonna do this on the smoker now. I'm sitting here thinking about it. Cinnamon rolls. I don't know why I hadn't done it yet. That's a good idea. But then, then you, you let that a, rise, and then you bake them, and they make these big Texas. I mean, you can do, do it you whatever put size a, you want. Like a sauce on top, not a sauce, a glaze. No, they did. They never. They uh, never yeah, did. yeah, yeah. Because it was like a. Confectioner's sugar yeah, and, and, and probably water or a little milk or something. It kind of makes this real thin icing, mm-hmm. almost like a donut icing. Yeah. What do you call that icing? Is it just quick icing? No, it's not royal icing, is it? I don't know. It's real thin, and yeah. then I just kind of drizzle that over them. And I'm gonna do them. You need to you get know, that from your mom. Well, yeah, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna do them in the skillet, and like then I'm gonna do with like you know how you do the Christmas thing with the. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, like canned yeah. cinnamon rolls. Canned I'm gonna rolls. use. I'm gonna make my own cinnamon rolls, and then in the bottom of the skillet, I'm gonna put butter and brown sugar and pecans. pecans. Yeah, it would turn it up. Make your own sticky buns. Yeah, and you cook it upside down, and then because yes. see, I can put the cinnamon rolls in the skillet and let them rise in there. See, this Newton, y'all just saw it right yep. there. Innovation, inspiration, inspiration, inspiration. I got it from my West Memphis Chilean cinnamon roll days. That's gonna happen. That's pretty good. Christmas. And then you flip it out. Turn and, it out. And, yeah, and, and all the go. pecan and gooiness is on, on the top. top. Yeah. Yep. That's really, really good. You know who? I, I have a friend that drinks milk with her chili. Now, milk and chili goes together. Well, how could. Never mind. We're not getting into Milk is never nothing like mayonnaise. It's a creamy element. Sour cream goes with it. 
They're practically the same thing, just one of them tastes better. Yeah, I, I have noticed that you substitute, or <laughs> whenever you use sour cream, you usually use mayonnaise too. Like a combo. <laughs> Maybe you need to make sour mayo. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> 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 mm. I don't know about that. Any other football foods you got? We've talked about football foods before. Yeah, I mean, it's that time of year. Yeah, it's that time of year. Well, Ole Miss is fixing to whoop LSU Saturday night. And then right after that game, is that? No, that game comes on after Mississippi State's going to whoop yes. Florida Gators. Now that's actually going to happen. I, I, you, I don't you, you don't think the Rebels are going to, we're going to take, we're going to. Are you going in the We're loading valley? up the Sharks. We're taking the aquariums down there. We're going to let them out. They're going to run around on land. And we're going to go down there at <laughs> nighttime in the swamp and beat Coach O. I don't know, man. Uh, you heard it here first. I'm going to have to cheer for LSU on this one. I'm kind of cheering for LSU this year. Why? Because they're the underdogs. No, they're not. Ole Miss is the underdog. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but LSU Vikings are gonna be, uh, Vikings are going to win tonight. Thursday night football. Y'all watch that. They got, I don't know what they were doing last week against Buffalo. I tell you what, I was very, very excited. I would have lost the house because I was like, this is the lock of the week. Vikings play Buffalo Bills. It is on. We're fixing up. I mean, they're going to you know, have four touchdowns, and they're not going to score a point. I was, it was over before it started. Yeah. I quit watching. I didn't even watch the rest of that game. After about the first 15 minutes, I said, nope, I'm going to deer camp. I was all excited because last weekend was the first time. I didn't go to Murfreesboro with you. I was here. Um, had a skunk incident. <laughs> That's a good story. <laughs> so, I've been... Well, okay, we, me and Waylon went to Murfreesboro Thursday. We all, you always go early because everybody's setting up. It's such a big contest. You need to get there a day early. So we get there, I don't know, we left about no, lunchtime Thursday. Yeah. And we got there four thirty, five o'clock. Set our trailer up, you know, and that's the day. Now, you can have a little bit of drinks on that day. Yeah. So we went to the bar. That's when we had some appetizers, had a few drinks, went back to the hotel, checked in, did our thing, watched we watched the Browns. Shout out to the Browns. I got their first win yeah. last Thursday. Yeah. And I went to bed at a decent time. Well, I get woke up. What was it? About 6 15 uh, Friday morning. And I'm like, who was texting me or calling me at 6 15? And I look at my phone and Shell's going crazy. It's like, <laughs> the dog, you can probably tell it better than I can. So what, well, my morning that, routine is I wake up at 6. I let the dog out. I make coffee. I get Michael, you know, dressed and start getting him ready. And in that point, when I'm getting Michael ready, I realize that the dog hasn't come back inside. And my first thought is, what's she up to now, you know? I can tell you what she was up to. (laughs) Shell has been trying to feed every animal in the neighborhood or country by throwing out old stale bread. And that she says it's for the birds. It is for the birds. But I have seen, I have personally seen... Two coons and a possum. <laughs> and I know <laughs> there's no telling else what's coming out there. <laughs> I'm broke of that habit, okay? No more steel bread for the birds. Well, so. I open the door to holler at the dog and it just hits me. The smell of skunk. And right it was there not the there porch. when I first put the dog outside. And I so I just freak out and start calling the dog. I guess I think that, you know, I'm going to save her. Yeah. And she comes running inside, just covered. She runs straight to Michael's bedroom, and he starts gagging, and our eyes are burning. She's got black stuff all over her. I don't even know. I don't know what that is. Either A, she got sprayed by a skunk, 
Or she went out and found where a skunk was but, and, 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 you know, had pooped and ro- decided to roll in it because that's what dogs do for some reason. A skunk sprayed between the eye at the time that I put the dog out. I'm, the, I'm, I'm guarantee you there was a skunk over there eating that old bread. The dog went out there to eat some of that bread with the skunk <laughs> or to play with the skunk. And we had a skunk attack. And then it stunk up the whole house. So Shell is just going crazy. I didn't know what she, to do. <laughs> I get a call that the, the dog has been attacked by a skunk. She is. By the time I called you, I'd already bathed her. That was the first Locked her up I in did. the laundry room, yeah. grabbed Michael, and left the house, vacated the whole premise. She said the whole house smelled like skunk. She, it was in their noses. Michael was throwing up. It was just, <laughs> and she didn't know whether to take him to school or not take him to school. What should we do for a skunk it. attack? <laughs> and so I'm trying to wake up. And I was like, I don't know what to do. Google it, you know. I don't I'm, I'm good with barbecue, barbecue questions. I do not know <laughs> skunk attacks. Well, it seems like the only thing you can do is try to bathe them and get the oil. You have to use something to get that the oil from their spray yeah. off of them. I think the one saving grace was is the second that it all kind of happened, I grabbed her. After she rubbed it in the floor real good? <laughs> yeah, after she rubbed in the... Try, she was trying to get it off, I guess, herself, yeah. so she's rubbing in the carpet in the bedroom. But I grabbed her, put her in the bathtub, and washed her immediately. And then I locked her in the laundry room, and me and Michael left. So, I, ch- we ch- I changed my clothes, and we left. Michael told me we had to go upstairs to eat our breakfast the Fruit Loops. I <laughs> know, <laughs> it was Pretty Pebbles. And then it was so bad, Bob made me leave the house. She didn't get her purse or nothing. We're just driving around in circles. And she's going, I got to take you to school. I got to take you to school. I can't take you to school. You smell like skunk. And the whole time he's telling me this, and he's just excited because this is fun to him, you know. After, he got a skunk day. Yeah, he got a skunk day. So he called his teacher and let her know, you're not going to believe this, but we had a skunk we attack. We smell like skunk and you don't want him And to then, school. then uh, your mom comes to the rescue. Yeah. Next thing I know, she's coming in town to... I, I don't know what she did, but whatever it was. She bleached the front porch. I, I got home Thursday and the house was immaculate. No, Saturday. Well, no, it was, yeah, Saturday, Saturday evening. Night, and yeah. I could not tell there was skunk there. The dog looked fine. Everything looked fine. The front front of the porch was clean. The house was, the carpets were shampooed. I'm like, man, <laughs> my, my plan letting that skunk go work, didn't it? <laughs> I didn't do that more often when I go out of town. Oh, that's funny, though. One of my buddies told me, he's like, you leave, you didn't get good out of town good. Shell tries to sabotage the whole operation. (laughs) (laughs) We've got got a truant kid. (laughs) The dog's been attacked by a skunk. Whole house smells. (laughs) Whole house smells. We're going to burn the whole place down. That's what he told me. You only have no option but burn the place down. Little did he know. Yeah, little did he know Deborah was going to come save the day. Yeah, she bleached the front porch and I cleaned the inside and... We and the dog got another bath. Yeah, and we shampooed the dog several times. If you get real close to her, it's gone by now, but like Sunday, Monday, if you really got up in there. <laughs> I never smelt it. I never smelt it. You still smell the skunk. That's our stuck skunk attack story, though. Where are we going with this? What was it about this weekend? I don't know. Oh, my God. Just, <laughs> I, I just felt like we needed to tell that story because <laughs> that was a good one. I was home alone. You abandoned, The story was you abandoned me. I did. I had and to go to Murphy Girl. And let me deal with <laughs> the whole problem. <laughs> major issues. Michael loved it. He was he just played video games all day Friday. So this weekend, all up I'm not cooking this weekend. I'm taking one weekend off before he the said you might do some wings. Well, no, I was talking about not contest wise. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And we're gonna watch football Saturday and we're gonna cook here at the house. Yeah. It's supposed just to be a beautiful day, like eighty degrees, sunshiny. Well you just said you might try to get that video in this weekend. 
I'm going to do that. I might do that tomorrow. We could probably do it Monday. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to cook some wings. Uh, what else? I don't know. What else, what else do you want to go? What's some good? Well, wings are carb free. Have dip. Oh, yeah. You were trying to be trying to be uh, healthy on the football weekend. So does mm-hmm. that mean I have yeah. to drink? Can I get to drink at least a few ultra beers? I'm drinking a lot of ultra beers. A lot of ultra beers. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to drink a lot, but I'm going to drink a few. I'm going to drink them all. <laughs> don't do it. I want the ultras, the cores, the, the, <laughs> the, Miller Lite, the Millers, the all of them. We Turtles. did in our in our goodie basket last weekend at Murphy's. Get a six pack of Bud Heavy. They, yeah. they gave us a six pack of Bud Heavies. I brought them home. So if you want to tackle those, that headache, go for it. I've had a lot of things going on. I haven't. Let me tell you about the Murfreesboro uh, goodie bag. And it's a, when I say goodie bag, it's a goodie bushel because they give you a whole. I already talked about this. We last talked about week. this last week. Yeah. Man, this week it was it was packed this year too. T-shirt, six pack of Bud Heavy, twelve pack of Pepsi. Do they, they, uh, <coughs> cookies. Are they sponsored? I brought some of those. I guess so. I don't know where they got. Yeah, all but stuff. I brought, but they had some of these iced sugar cookies in those there. Those things were so. Good. I brought them home because I ate one of them. I think why they ate one. Yvonne may ate one, but there was a box of them. Yeah, they were good. I got one. My mom got one, and Michael got one. Gave Jamie the apple butter that was in there. Mm-hmm. I guess he took it. He said he, he liked that. It. Um, what else? A, a sack of apples. Yeah, we've been eating apples all week. There's all kinds of stuff. That in there. sugar cookie, it was a delicious sugar cookie that was, and then they put some type of royal icing on top of it that was as thick as the cookie itself. Yeah. And it was so good. Oh, those were like, I call them fancy cookies. <laughs> yeah. Those were the fancy cookies. Yeah, they came in their own little box. Yeah, they probably would have been a dollar or two a cookie. Yeah. Probably. For, for real. I mean, <laughs> yeah. those weren't cheap. They were very good. I was like, I'm just going to take a little nibble. <laughs> and then I just shoved the whole cookie in my mouth <laughs> after that. But, but they were very, very good. Um, shout out to Mar- Amy and Mike for the good goodie bushel. They always do that. They know how to throw a good contest. They do. It really is one of my favorite contests yeah. that I go to. And, man, it's fun. Yeah. It's a cook's contest. Yep. I think because they are, you know, they're cooks and mm-hmm. they know how to do it and they know what it takes to put on one. And Amy's just a great hostess. And anyway. it's smooth. I mean, the lo- from the load-in to the whole time you're there, awards, turn-ins, I mean, Cooks meeting, they gave out. Okay, I'm gonna tell you this: at the cooks meeting, free beer. The bar was open. They were giving, oh, just really? passing out draft beer. Go up there and get as much as you, you know. If, if you, I didn't drink any, but if you was game, go for it. Saturday morning in the rain, Bloody Mary Mimosa wagon came by. You want free Bloody Mary? For how you want it? Spicy? You want it strong? Whatever you want. You want a mimosa? I mean, what contest does you that? You didn't get you a spicy Bloody Mary. Wayland did. I didn't. No. I did eat the like the little pickles and peppers and olives out there, but they had those. They had them garnished. Yeah, it wasn't just like you know cheap Bloody Mary mix and cheap vodka. It was a real deal. Did they already have them made up like in a pitcher and poured it, or were they mixing them actually in the wagon? I think they were adding the vodka and then adding yeah. the mix. Yeah. They already had the mix so they and then dropping make the it, garnish. Make it as strong yeah. as you want. Yeah, and when I say strong, it looked like the one Julian had <laughs> a glass of vodka with a splash, a splash of, of yeah. tomato. Oh, and he had brought me some uh, pickleback uh, mixture, and all it was was like a bottle of pickle juice. And I was like, well, you know, it'd probably be good in that Bloody Mary, y'all. So I want to try it anyway. So I went, man, it's good. What was it? it it's, it's pretty much pickle juice <laughs> in a bottle, like a mixture bottle. And I, don't, I guess he got it in California and brought it out there with him. It's called Pickleback? I need to go get the bottle. It's still in the trailer. I need to get yeah. it and put it in a bar because, you know, I'm a pickle junkie anyway. So. Yeah. 
It was good. It's good in a Bloody Mary. I'll tell you one thing that will annoy me to no end. We already have about 60 to 70 minimum jars of pickles in the fridge at all times. <laughs> all different kinds of pickled products. I could have uh, a pickle yeah. fridge. I mean, not just pickles, but I mean, there's jalapenos and pepperoncinis, pepperoncinis and olives. olives and all kinds of stuff. Cauliflowers. There's a shelf of pickled Beets. products. And Malcolm will save the empty pickle jars with the pickle juice. Just the, for the juice. But there's three other jars of pickles right there. Yeah, but the, those need that juice. <laughs> the, the empty juice is the leftover juice, and I can use it in when I make Bloody Marys or when I just want a quenching drink. And that's okay, but let's say one. We have don't you need ever four not, empty have jars you ever been of out, pickles. It's hot, summertime, sweating. You come in and just and, and get you a drink of pickle juice. It's so refreshing. But do you need four jars of empty pickles? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Don't sound so sad. So, um, next week we're heading to Fort Worth for the World we Champion are. State Cook-Off. We're leaving Friday. Hey, we're going to try to do some, we're trying to do one of those videos, right? Where you do yeah. like a showcase type video, whatever yeah. you call it. Uh, what, I know you got a word for it. I don't know what it is. But, uh, but yeah, like you did for the, the Memphis, yeah, like you did for the Memphis and May thing, but except do it on the SCA. What, so you got any ideas for that? I'm kind of trying to get some ideas in my head about Well, I just want to kind of, to to give people an idea of what's going on there. Yeah. Kind of get some footage of everybody set up, you know, what you know, how they're cooking steaks. We're going to have plenty of people set up with us mm-hmm. where you can get some stuff, but I'd like to see some other people. Uh, I'd like to see some stuff on there about what they're doing on the Friday night thing because it's always yeah. special. I mean, they're having like a red carpet uh, intro for everybody. It's going to be at Billy Bob's, which that's one of my favorite honky-tonks. And they're going to have a, a big food set up. And they're going to have a, a show. I forget the dude's name playing that night. It's Josh a, Turner? I think maybe. it's something like that. He's, yeah. he's got a couple hits, I think. Yeah. Uh, I ain't too keen on that. But Mm-mm. he's a little too. He's no Whiskey Myers. No. My daddy's he's no him. outlaw Texas country. Uh-huh. I promise you that. Um, Actually, I think he might have used to be. Isn't he that guy that had a deep voice, but then he changed his mm-hmm. voice? Because I guarantee you, Nashville told him to change his style. So they could play his music. And I was like, wow, you suck. (laughs) (laughs) Sing like you used to. Sing like you used to. (laughs) Don't change for the radio. Yeah, but. But now he's playing at Billy Bob's. Yeah. Um, I'd much rather see Mark Chestnut there. (laughs) We should put in that request. (laughs) We need to tuck in that, huh? Can you uh, you, get uh, us Mark Chestnut next year? He's cheap. He played a free show (laughs) on Bill Street. I think he just did it for the beer. We should start saving. <laughs> he just did it for the beer. Yeah, he said that. We should just start saving up. To get See? Mark Chestnut. Yeah. So if we get up 20, about 25 grand. So if we come play show, <laughs> private show. I bet he did Everybody for 10. Everybody knows Mark Chestnut. You think he'd play for 10 grand? Okay. I don't know. I just want to hear the hits. Yeah. Uh, now, the, only the, re- hits. the only reason why I like that, and I say that, it's, uh, it's not because I'm a huge Mark Chestnut fan. He was playing a free show. This has been three or four years ago. Me and Shell went down to Bill Street. At the little handy, it was a handy yeah. park. Yeah. And Mark Chestnut was there playing a free show. And I was like, man, Mark Chestnut still got it. He's up there, you know, he, I think he had a bad drinking problem or something at one time. He really did say something about he's just playing for beer. Because I guess he don't need the money anymore. And I was like, man, this guy, you know, still sounds good. Oh, yeah, he put on a great show. Yeah. You, you weren't a huge Mark Chestnut fan until you saw him live. Well, I've always yeah, I've know. always been a Mark Chestnut fan, but I knew every song. Mm-hmm. I don't make them like that no more. 
And he sang on it. I'll tell you who I want to see is Carl Hayes. I hadn't seen him live yeah. yet. I want to he's on my him. list. He's, he's got a finicky tour schedule. Yeah. But back to Fort Worth. Yeah, so we're going to Fort Worth. I'm uh, going to pick up a Jambo. <laughs> yeah. That's one thing I'm excited so about. What is a I got to call Stick Burner. It's a, you know, I, I'm never. It's a big stick. Yeah, burner. it's a big stick. I've, never, I've cooked on a Stick Burner pit a couple times, but I'm not. I'm not a fish, prolific. yeah, I'm not a pro at all cooking on a stick burner. So I've got a lot of learning to do, and I'm excited. I'll we'll get to share all that, too. I mean, I kind of have an understanding how they work. I mean, they, you know, in these pits, the firebox is on one end, and the cooking chamber is like a piece of pipe. That's what they all, you know, originated. But it's all your cooking is, is offset, kind of, because it's down, you know, down from the cooking chamber. Heat comes out of it, and it bounces up and down, up and down, travels through, and the, the pipe draws the heat out. And that's where your smoke goes through. And and so, <clears throat> really, it's really authentic, authentic uh, Texas-style barbecue cooking on these pits. And, man, the goat's cooking on one. So he's, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to beat the goat. Uh, i got to uh, cook on Jambo. What's his saying? Uh, buy a Jambo, win a prize. So yeah. I'm going to put it to the test. Now, I didn't buy it for comps, but we may end up. Using it some. I may do ribs at Memphis and May well, on it. Ooh. It'd be cool. Well, the but, thing about the Jambo is um, there's a, it, it's not just a stick burner. It's kind of who makes it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's Jamie Jamie Greer out of, he's out of, I guess, the Dallas area. I'm not sure the name of the actual town he lives in. But he's been making these stick burner pits, uh, Jambos, and they're Man, they they're one of a kind. They're 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 the they're made unique for you. Yeah, right? they're the they're the Special, pit. If you yeah. want the if you want the best stick burner, go get you a Jambo. They're the old hickory stick burners. Would you <laughs> say that they're the most sought after smoker on the competition circuit? Uh, probably so. I mean, I know they're they're not cheap either, though. Yeah. I think, man, I think the J three I bought's like nine or a little over nine grand. Yeah. Oh, they're expensive. They're expensive. I I should have told you that, should I? I don't know why I thought it was half that. No, that's what the deposit is. Huh? <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Merry Christmas to me, right? So I told um, you this back in February. You got to wait. You got to order these things now. Let's see, it's all, I've got all the money put away. See, that's what you, you told know, me. Yeah. It's practically free. Yeah, practically free. I put all the money away. Not to worry about it. It's not like I'm paying nine grand tomorrow for it. I've already. It's done deal. So you, miss it. You, didn't know, you didn't even miss it, do you? Now you're going to have a new jam. We're that. not going to talk about the money on air. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Not that it makes any difference. That's right. You do what you want. <laughs> so the thing about the Jambo is you have to call, put in an order, put down a deposit for 50%, right? Right. And it takes, how, what? Nine months. Nine months yep. for them to build it. So they I'm are, excited. Yeah. I'm looking forward to putting that first fire in it. I'm going to get me a fire basket for it. That's what all the guys are using, and I got a guy I need to call actually. Unless somebody knows somebody wants to send me a fire basket, <laughs> I need a fire basket for my jambo. But the way you run these, you start <clears throat> you start a good a base fire in it to get your coals hot, and then once you get them hot, you just feed it stick. So it's a stick burner. That's yeah. what you know. That's why they come up with that. And when I say stick, it's a little split. It's a little. Um, you know, probably about 11 inches. It's about two by two, something like that. Just seasoned. rough size, seasoned, real dry wood. So it's not going to smoke much. It's just going to go to fire and go to BTUs. You put two of those on about every 45 minutes to an hour as it needed to hold it about 275. 
You lock in that heat, and man, those things rock and roll. Are they insulated? No, no, they're not insulated. Do they need? I mean, do you ever use blankets or anything when it's really cold? I don't think you have that? to because they're such thick pipe. Oh, okay. It's so all on the airflow. Dry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's they hold heat well once you get them hot. Most of the time, they run them up high. Um, you know, they start a big fire in it, get it up high, and then drop it back down to lock it in. They set the vents; it'll drop in and cruise at two seventy five all the way through, just adding those splits. So that's that's going to be my uh, method I'm going to start with. Preheat it with some, you know, get the coals, get the coals in there, get the fire going. Build a good fire, get it up hot, set your vents to where it drops down, and then let it roll. And then. And I can't wait to cook a brisket on it. It might be the first thing that's I That's what I was going to ask you. What's going to be the first thing you put on there? I can't wait. Texas-style brisket. I'm going to do I mean, I'm going to do it. That's the first thing? Yeah. You're not going to throw some chickens on there or anything? Uh-uh. You're I don't know. I don't know. I may do the old Johnny Trigg brisket, uh, biscuit test. Find out where See where the go. spots are. I mean, I kind of know where they are just from watching people cook on them. But that'd be cool, too. Yeah. It'd be a good video. Yeah. Find out the hot spot of your Yeah, cooker. I want to know where they're at, where those biscuits are rising and cooking. And that's what it tells you. You just take a old cheap can of uh, canned biscuits, can yeah. biscuits and you spread them around on the cooking grate. And, you know, you'll you'll know about how the, the rate those biscuits are cooking, where they are, where your hot spots are. Yeah. And good that's test. good to know. That's a good test for almost any cooker, really. Yeah. So if, you, if you're having trouble figuring out, if you can't figure out where it's hot. <laughs> the biscuits work. <laughs> I have one of those thermal guns I use for my uh, PK the yeah. cooking steaks. I could just scan the grate with that, but that wouldn't be no fun. That's too, <laughs> That's too easy, right? Yeah. <laughs> Knowing exactly what it is. Well, um, the, what are you expecting when you get it home? I'm expecting uh, <laughs> to sit there and just look at that beautiful jambo. Well, you got it black on black, right? Because you can yeah, custom the color. Out. Yeah, you can get it however you want. I just got yeah. it blacked out. Black on black. Murdered out. Murdered out. Is that what they call it? <laughs> I don't know. It might have chrome rims and chrome stacks. We ain't all the way black. Oh, that look cool, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going to get somebody to put like a logo on it for uh, you? might. I Maybe. Don't know. Maybe. Just blacked Just out. Just blacked out. Yeah. That's how people know it's yours. I could put, I could put How to Barbecue Ride or Killer Hogs or something on it. Yeah. It just depends. I got a buddy that's got a sign shop. Rodney. <laughs> Who knows? So, looking ahead to... i got to come up with a name for her. Oh. I don't know what I'm going to call like her. Like Jolene or something? Oh, that's it. <laughs> that's Jolene. a good one, ain't it? Jolene. I like that one. I like that name. Sing that song, buddy. Please don't take my man. <laughs> Jolene. You named her <laughs> right there. That's a good one. That's what we're going to call her. We're going to get Jolene. Like if you that. name her Jolene, I'm going to have to hate her. Don't hate her. Appreciate her. I'm a one-woman man, just like George Jones. So, um, looking forward to next week. We may or may not have a video. To yeah, release but we're going week. to the SCA, and it's going to be fun. So, but we will do a podcast. We're going to do. A, I want to do. Yeah, we're going to do it there. Uh, there's no way we can do it there. And have we'll see. We'll figure it out. Friday. We're going to do one. We might do it before we leave if we do it there it'll have to be for the next following week yeah so we might try to do something like yeah. that I want to we'll try have to, to do it before we leave this I want week. at least maybe see I got the idea to, if I don't do the whole podcast there maybe just do some interviews with people yeah and, drop and we in. can drop that in next week so people can kind of hear what we're talking about or something clips uh, you know we're still learning this podcast thing yeah so. <laughs> and we're wanting 
need to do more um, video interviews, too. Yeah, yeah. we got some ideas for that. Um, Things are coming. Y'all just stick in there and watch. <laughs> we're going we're to change it up some. Change the game. But I'm excited about going to Fort Worth. We don't really have any plans aside from the Friday night. Um, I usually always had to go to the Horseshoe Hilltop. Yeah, get us a kind yeah. of fried steak. And then, the, I really like what's that bar? Tees. Risky's. I like going to Risky's. Joe T's. We're going to probably have to go there. We'll, we'll be if there till Monday. Yeah, so if I don't, if for some reason I don't make top 10 in my flight, and we'll have all day Sunday, Sunday. we're going to do it up. <laughs> we're going to have so much fun. Okay, that sounds like a plan. Well, I guess I'll know Saturday, so we might get to party Saturday. I wonder if see who's playing Saturday night. Okay. Maybe Mark Chestnut will be there. <laughs> Maybe he'll listen to our podcast yeah. and make a special Come appearance. On. Yeah, who knows? All right, well, hey, uh, Shell. Before we wrap it up. Well, first, get the app. We have an gotta app. Gotta get the app. For if you Android don't have the app, you're behind times. And I take, or iPhones. Um, get the app. It's just a great way to search the website. Get the app. Um, if you'd like to connect with Malcolm, you can do it at How to Barbecue Right, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And we're very behind on our Facebook questions. I got... Most of them knocked out this week. Me and you kind of sat down and knocked most of them out, but I'm sure they've built back up. So if it takes us a week or two to get all our questions answered, I'm sorry about that. If any of you see someone there that you know the answer to, yeah. feel free to chime in. <laughs> Help somebody out. <laughs> um, so Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, How to Barbecue Right, and YouTube, of course, at How to Barbecue Right. And if you need to connect with me, it's Miss Southern Shell at Twitter and Instagram. All right, and we appreciate y'all listening as always, and we'll see y'all next time. Wish us luck. Yeah, wish us luck at the CAA Wish Malcolm luck, because he wants to come home a world champion That's next right. week. Playing on it. We'll see y'all.